0: T
1: T B music podcast. Wee wee wee! Oh no I've lost the Oh my goodness! I've already
0: lost the plot. Right? No. I haven't started. Yeah, I haven't even got there. Where are we? Hello, podcast world. Hey, we're back. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey mm. Yeah. Sounds oh. a bit. Ah. Oh All
1: right. Um, yeah. Good. Technical issues already. all right this bit? You got to leave all this in, obviously, because well, it's authentic, isn't it? I also I don't do editing. You don't do the editing anymore.
0: No, because that. No. Yeah. I should. I should remember from that from, from those early days when yeah, I really early I, days. Did, I, I did a editing and i thought Yeah. This takes longer than actually doing the podcast. Yes. Why am I doing this? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, well, a people it. do this for a living. I know. It's mad. <laughs> anyway, hello. Back again. Um, I'm back again with a uh, big podcast. It's a big one, this one, isn't it? Yeah, right. Oh, yes. Well, I think we've got a few big ones coming up, you you Yeah, Cause, cause, we Because suddenly people are releasing kind of records, and mm. it's like, ooh, there's them, and there's them, and there's them. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So... This podcast, we have the new uh, album by Depeche Mode, Momentum Mori. We have Baby Metal, the other one. Black Country New Road, live from Bush Hall. Lauren Ray*. did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the Hong Study, The Price of Progress. And Boy Genius, The Record. So we start, Peter. Webstein. Well, 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 who do you think we start with? Oh. We're starting with the fifteenth studio oh. album oh. by N Mood. Yeah. Um who we last reviewed on podcast uh 5 2020. Wow. There's people going, what the fuck? What um, <laughs> like, are, they, are they somehow delayed? Oh, yeah. they? But that's because we actually did all of our specials. We do it. With, I think it was the last one yeah, special yeah. we did. When we look back on albums from when we were twenty, you Picked three albums, I picked three albums, and one of the one ones of you picked was, this. Yeah. was Ultra. Yes, I remember. So actually, that was the last one I did. Before that, clearly, it was yeah. Podcast 3 2017, Makes more sense. for the last album, Spirit, yeah. an album which we both thought was good. But then, as I've discussed with you in the pub recently, yeah, I'm not sure I really listened to it again after that one. Yeah, going to come back to that point, I think. Yeah. 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 So, taking that in mind, 15th studio album... They're back, unfortunately, off Hold the back, back, off the back of yeah, somebody uh, dying. Yeah. yeah, how do we feel about the fifteenth album, Pete? I've got a lot to say, uh, so i
1: need to be in bed by him. exactly, and yeah. we're already starting late, so I don't want to keep you up all night. Um, so feel free to interject. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, get yeah, get your notes up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> They're so, up. So they're up, Pete. Go so it. the fifteenth album, Depeche Mode." I mean, the context of this. I mean, fans will know this, but you know, again, if you're coming to Depeche Mode" for the first time ever, what? <laughs> you're listening to this podcast. Um, no this listening to this, this is Yeah, no, nobody's really listening, are they? Um, this this album, you know, uh, the sort of the, the the sort of beginning of it uh, is is in twenty nineteen. Um, we then obviously there's a major virus that goes around in twenty twenty. You may have heard of and 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 i think that really has an impact on the writing of this album We'll come back to that in terms of mm. themes etc memento mori the latin for uh, you know remember we must die yes um so i think that those themes of mortality and endings uh are already present we then of course get the you know the the, the very sudden death of of andrew fletcher fletch who is very much the third man of of Depeche Mode, he is the sort of spiritual centre of mm. the band, if you will, um, and and obviously that's a massive massive blow not only to the surviving members of the band but to the, the fandom as well. And, and and as a result, we end up with this with this very it, it, it's it's an album reflective of the times, but actually quite a personal album, although probably not intended that way to start with. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, I, I mean, it begins. I think it begins quite epically. It has a very funeral feel to the initial mm. the first track that this cosmos is mine. The cosmos is mine. Um very much focused on some of those themes I've just mentioned, you know, mortality, uh focusing on one's place in the universe, fighting back against death itself and the external forces that might encroach on on our lives.
0: Um I just put dark and brooding. Yeah,
1: dark and brooding. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know, and, and there is a moment, obviously, where it, it builds to a refrain. I won't say chorus. It no. It builds, builds to a, a repeated refrain. Also wrote. Yeah. No first chorus. of many songs without, without chorus. chorus
0: on this podcast.
1: Exactly. You know, you have this This uh, no war, no more, no fear, no here, no rain, no cloud, no pain, no shroud, no final breath, no senseless deaths. And, and I think that's the moment that caught me. I was just like, and the album almost pauses. It doesn't. I've been back and listened to it several times. But mm. It almost feels like, bam right it's just like okay we're here we're doing this um, and obviously you know when you think about no war no more obviously events since the pandemic Ukraine Russia in particular come to the fore um, it hits you very hard that this actually could be the last album mm. I, I I really do believe this could be it I mean in four years time when they go out on the road again and release another album obviously I won't be surprised great is too yeah, exactly. But it does feel like this 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 could be it.
0: No, I, don't, I think that's... No, no. Yeah, it I, has that sense
1: of ending. Um, which, again, sort of sets the, the mood, or the, the mode. Um, that's quick... The, the album quickly lifts though with wagging tongue, which, again, could be more of a personal tribute. It is actually a Gore-Gahan co-write. Um, and it feels like with the, the refrain, watch another angel die, there could be more of a personal touch to that and reference to perhaps Fletch. There, rather than the sort of more funeral moments of the, the
0: album, why I are saying send a bit Yazoo,
1: yeah, yeah. I, 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 and this is this is where somewhere one criticism I have quite early on of the album is is kind of, and, and believe me, I'm coming from this <laughs> a place of quite
0: high enjoyment and esteem. No uh, one would know that the podcast. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast. Yeah, he's quite a big. To- big Mofi. Mofi. Um, obviously,
1: so I'm getting so so. It's nitpicks, really. Uh, I find the sequencing a little bit odd at this point because you then get, of course, the hit. Ghosts again, mm. and I feel that that's a weird, in a weird place, tracking wise. I feel like that's sh- that should either be track two or the end of side one or the beginning of side two. Um, it just it just feels oddly out of place here. But but obviously, it's a massive song. It's the lead single. It's probably the most. Mainstream song they've had for a very long time in terms of how it's yeah. sort of into the consciousness of the your, your mainstream audience listening to, to, to radio and, and stuff, um, and again you know those themes of death and loss and but juxtaposed against this sort of brighter side of it so it's not all Maudlin is what I'm also saying an album well, called, no, no, an album called Memento Mori could be quite grim
0: no. I agree. It's actually quite light. My my fourth birthday is is after dark and brooding My Cosmos is Mine, you're thinking, oh, God, it's It's going to be dark dark and gloomy. And then actually what follows is actually, compared to recently albums, surprisingly poppy. It is more of a... So you have the funeral, but
1: then you have the celebration of life, um, you know, throughout, I think. Um... (sighs) It, it, yeah. then, then it bounces. Then it does does tick the numbers. You know, you get Martin's song in the middle. You know, the one where we all uh, pop out. To the okay.
0: So I I I I have written. Yeah, I on. think I, I think this is one of his better pop out to, exactly. loo- to loo songs.
1: Yeah. I, I actually quite yeah. like this song. Yeah, this, this, this is, it is a future Gore classic. I think yeah. this one. I think it's, it's actually a nice song. Certainly. Yeah, it's much better that there's been equivalent songs on previous al- recent albums. Um, a, little yeah. a little bit, okay. Yeah. No, this one's much better. It's got a funky guitar, catchy chorus. Um, that goes into side two. Caroline's monkey. Um, wonder who Caroline is.
0: Yeah. What the fuck is it? like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll jump in there. I'm in. going jump to jump in. Obviously, this is one of the four tracks. Mm. Ghosts. What other one? Mm. Uh, that are, that are co-written with Richard Butler of Psychic yeah. Furs. What's his problem with Caroline? Yeah. Because obviously, Pretty in Pink, Yeah, Caroline. That's Caroline. Also also another song by Psycho on a later album called India, also Caroline. Right, okay, yeah. I'm guessing the Caroline came from Richard Butler side of the writing rather Rather than than the the Martin Gore side of the writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a fun song. It's still a fun song. Again, theme of addiction and,
1: and other vices dragging you down there. Um, they, side two's interesting because on my initial listens, I found side two very patchy. Hmm. Um, and I really did start to lose momentum, particularly the f- final third, actually. But it contains the two Dave Gahan, obviously Dave Gahan with backing band and others yeah. co-authoring. But the two get Dave Gahan songs, Before We Drown and the clo- the album Closer, Speak to Me, I actually think are two of the stronger side songs on side two, it, and, and and as the more I've listened to the album, I've actually I've actually put them up in the sort of top tier of songs from the album
0: overall. Um, I'd agree with before we drown. I, yeah. I, I love the synth riff. I love that synth riff. That's, 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 that's really good. Speak to me. Yeah. speak
1: to me, to me. It's fine. It's a solid. It's It's a, sort of a solid. solid, solid it sort of it's fine. closes things up. It, it's it's kind of for me that one is. Um, you know it's a great closer it clings onto the darkness and the distortion somewhat towards it so you've got this book ending i suppose of the sort of the, 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 the kind of more grimmer darker sound synth sound yeah um oh i forgot to mention ghost, ghost the thing about i love about ghost is that piano riff as well
0: no it's, it's, it's brilliant, brilliant. It is brilliant. Here, but yeah yeah, no, sure yeah I don't,
1: I don't, come back yeah back to back to the end of the album i i, I do like to speak to me a lot um and uh, and and there is some other, also some other stuff. Always you again vintage Depeche Mode synths, familiar sound effects scattered across it. Um, you know, whilst dismissing that sort of section of the album initially, I actually quite like the repeating riff of the chorus and the synths, and it's it, yeah it, no again other. it builds. Um, so where am I going with all this rambling? Overall, positioned by some of the critics as their best this
0: century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we we had we had a, a conversation about this online, but but is it? Because um, also, where where you draw the line on this? Actually, yeah. depending on where you draw the line, where they've, only, they've only released one album previous
1: to this. Well, yeah, we're, we're the best this decade. Yes, there's only one. Um, it, it, if it's the last album, then it's a perfect closer. Uh, and this is prob this is purely my subjective opinion. I still think playing the angel edges it. In terms, I would of, agree. I would agree. in terms of the impact it's had on my life and probably other people yeah um it's definitely up there though and and you've got you've got subsequent to playing the angel you've got sounds of the universe uh which again i think has grown in time but then you've got the albums that followed they're that a bit muddy and a bit murky and I, as i was joking with you earlier i can never remember the name of delta machine there it is again delta machine i'll just keep saying it until i hammer it into my brain that that was the album before the album
0: yeah but that's before. still a better album than Spirits <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I mean, so. uh, and Spirits is very so So yes in terms of is this a return to f- no it's not a return to form is it they've never been lost form but is this their best album for a long time yes is it their best album this 21st century mm, joys
0: out yeah I think that's fair yeah. but it but, is a great album from yeah, yeah I think that's fair that, obviously you know, I don't have much as you say it's, 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 it's Actually, was maybe we should do this and a few other things. Just jumping it at the time is probably easier. But um, yeah, I mean, we haven't mentioned uh, from, for me. What one of the things I liked about this record is is there's a there's a handful of tracks that go back to, to mainly from the drum beat. That go back to kind of like eighties, Dm. Yeah. So, you, so you've got. Oh yeah, yeah. People are good. And my, and my favorite singer, which is probably people my favorite. My favorite, my favorite singer, which is probably my favorite song on the album, actually. Yeah. Um Well, people are good. Yeah. Really. No, no, no. no. Favorite singer. Favorite singer. Yeah. Right. And, and they've got literally the classic eighties kind of. Okay. Yeah. Favorite stranger. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, of course. Also, although also, also elements of kind of early 80s uh going on as well Yeah, which is fine guys the same at the same time what, what I think was particularly funny though is um um Rich, the Rich, obviously Richard Butler who mentioned psycho first uh wrote several of the wrote several of the songs um but it is weird that I think it's it is uh don't think don't think anything to do with people are good and yet People are Good sounds more like cyclic Furs than any other song on the album and he didn't have anything to do with it. But yeah. Yeah. One of those things. Um also bizarrely I I had a on People Are Good and Carlies Monkey. There were moments in both songs where actually suddenly I had Glenn Gregory of Heaven seventeen singing. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just because they just kinda of just Yeah. There were moments of both their songs where where the delivery just kind of fell into that kind of yeah thing. I don't mean that as a bad way. It was like, but it was just like weird. It's like, oh, what? That's what that. Uh. And I've had that a few times on the podcast, but we'll, we'll get to that. But not Glenn Gregory, but but yeah. just so that thing, so sort of Having strange like... things yeah, yeah. come in. But I agree. I agree. I I, I think playing the Angel probably still edges it but, the, but, the, but maybe just because of time and yeah. it's, it's actually had th- the thing but I think yeah. I think this is definitely as a collection of songs the strongest thing they've put out since then it's, it, it's, yeah. it, hang, it, it actually hangs, it together, hangs together, together well, well despite now, my well. nitpick yeah. it does, it hang, does, does together hang together, together well as now, it really hangs really. together
1: very well um, and as I say if this was a career closer it'd be, be perfect I doubt it I'm sure they'll come back for like the final tour and the final final tour and, and what have you. Um but it it's a very, a very and I mean and hats off also to the producer James Ford. This is his second album, He did spirit. Yes. Uh do you know what he's up to next? No, no bit. Oh, his next project, also a great duo that are still selling innovatively and commercially. Who no, originated no, no, in the eighties? No, no, no idea. No, well, no idea. Well they'll be up, they'll be back later this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad. <laughs> Moving on. <coughs> moving, on Baby, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to Baby, Baby Metal and the other one. Yeah. Fourth studio album from Baby yeah. Metal. Um, we last reviewed them on podcast four, 2014. Yeah. Was their debut album. A record I like much more than you, because you've had trouble seeing past the uh, J-pop mix metal geek. Yeah. Uh I have to say that subsequent releases didn't really trouble me at all. And when they announced back in 2021 that it might be the end of the band, I was not exactly bereft, should we say. Um, But anyway, they're back, and to be honest, actually, based on this record, I'm actually glad they are. Um, It has to be said, I think the opening three tracks of this record are brilliant and justify the existence of the entire album on their own. It's like put this on and it's like ah, oh, it's like ah, oh, this thing and then it's like yeah <laughs> i think yeah okay this works actually yeah look like at this um and i know i can also immediately kind of think as a three track opener for a live gig i was mm-hmm. thinking this would work it would yeah yeah. It. Yeah, yeah thinking, yeah. this would work and i'd be going okay i'm happy here yeah yes yeah Bring on the rest of the gig. Yeah. yeah. Um, kick-ass metal, yeah. riffs, loudness, blah, 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 blah. If I only have one of the, one of the opening tracks, cause the opening tracks are Metal Kingdom, Divine Attack, and Mirror Mirror. If I was picking one, I'd have Divine Attack, which is the middle one, which I think is, for me, the outstanding the track yeah, on the yeah. album. Oh, I love the, um, the, the bass there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even outside of, the, outside of this, I think the songwriting... And the experimentation makes this the best album they've 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 released because because they've, they've songwriting's gone up and the experimentation for the experimentation's sake of kind of going oh we'll do some sort of weird shit over here because yeah. uh, that's been kind of toned down and because of that I think it's a much more focused record than yeah certainly the first album and certainly yeah having they didn't listen to the third album but the second album was again similar. So you've got bits of musically. You're, you're thinking, "Bring Me the Horizon," Paramore, "Funeral for Friends, Friend," Slipknot. So that's produced by the band that are behind the band, <laughs> uh, who are the Kami Band, who are just proper proper metal band. Yeah, you know, really, yeah, yeah, really good. So I really love the the Arabian influence and on the, on the guitars of Metabolism. Love the sax solo on the final track of the final track, um, the Legend. Love the the stops. I love any 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 record that kind of. Uh, dun, starts again. On uh, is it Maya? Say my name. Um, <laughs> monochrome sounds exactly as I'd imagine Little Mix if they went metal.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> you know it's like just. Yeah. And I have to say until, the, now I kind of thought. Don't really make metal in my life. But I said, No. No. But actually, this is a really, really solid rock record. Yeah, really solid rock record. And if you've shied away from big metal to now, and you're just waiting till tomorrow, which is hours away for the new Metallica album to come out. Yeah, this is this is this is good good way to kind of build up to that. I, I think this is yeah definitely the best album they've done, and actually a pretty good metal record. Yeah, it is, fun. it's
1: fun. It is a fun record. Um... I, I loved the nineties synths of Time Wave. Yeah. Uh, I, I like I I love all the metal, but I do like it when they went in those sort of tangents. I mean uh, and a metalism as you mentioned already, it's the one that sounds like a club classic.
0: Yes. But...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you know. Um a light and darkness wouldn't be out of place in like a, a like a Euro pop show or something, you know.
0: Absolutely not. It, it no, is, no. It's just it's just
1: that sort of that sort of pop that, you know that you do get um yeah yeah it was re- really fun um so yeah no agree agree with all that it's it's it, it it's obviously a challenging record on first listen because it is in japanese <laughs> with some with some, no, but with some J- english Japa english yes Japa english yes, yes. <laughs> um so it, it can be cha- quite challenging to begin with lyrically <laughs> but um but actually there's enough there to keep you entertained it's it's a really good it's a good album
0: yeah
1: it's yeah it's loud it's, it's loud and it's fun yeah exactly
0: okay moving back to the uk and black country new road ah, live yeah. from bush hall third album for the band yeah we last reviewed them on podcast uh 2 2021 yeah. for their debut the first time ah, um yeah. one of the first of the talk art rock albums that we covered um uh, which thing. For, for, a, for a period. Obviously Sunglasses was a big hit off that album. Uh, um, now, normally we wouldn't do a live album on the podcast. No. So first, I think. It is. Yeah. And the reason we're doing it is because this was a live album of all new material, because mm. lead vocalist and guitarist Isaac Wood decided he was going to retire from the band a year ago, yeah. uh, through various reasons, mostly uh, mental health issues. Right. Um... And the band kind of sat down, the six, the six minutes of the band sat down and kind of go, what are we going to do? And thought, you know what, fuck it, let's carry on. Let's all bring some songs together and let's do some stuff. And then we'll get out on tour and we'll kind of go, basically just pitch it and kind of go, okay, not doing any of the hits, we're just doing some new shit, come along. And that's what happened. Um, and the intention at the time wasn't necessarily to release an album off the back of it, but obviously they recorded they this. Yeah. They've released it are we happy they released it i'm i'm happy um it's it's very unusual because we don't do live albums no it's, i think i think yeah. this i think this genuinely is the first time the first time we've ever done a live
1: album so, so so trying to sort of listen compare so the quality of a live recording is obviously never quite the same yeah uh but but it's quite a good quality in terms of this yeah no, i it, it's a no. very good recording um I think it's a solid album, a solid effort. It's, as you say, that sort of post-punk folk indie where's it going to land next? Mm. You know? Um, Lyrically and musically at times, very reminiscent of Arcade Fire.
0: Actually, I got... A
1: second half of the album more so than the first. I was getting quite sort of the, sort of the big operatic sweeping no. sort of so, know, actually, no. Vinyl. I I'm, I'm really
0: I really thought about that but yeah, was, that, that, getting that, that. That's, that's actually
1: not, I, not everywhere yeah. and then I, I was trying to remember the name of a few of the spoken word um albums that we've I mean you, um um obviously last year's
0: yeah I should have written them down you should have I should you know, do the woman yeah
1: the oh woman. yes what uh, no uh dry cleaning
0: dry cleaning yes. dry cleaning
1: oh she's very similar Locally, uh, um yard, yard Sale.
0: Yard, uh, yard, yard, yard Stick. Yard, yard, yard Stick, yard, oh my goodness. Oh,
1: fucking hell. About, yard Act. Yard Act, talk about running a podcast that people listen to. We can't even remember the name of the top bands <laughs> that we reviewed last year. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> and even Fontaines DC, first Fo- album. Well, no, first first, no. first album. And I was going to build up to. Oh, sorry, Fontaines. <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry, Pete, just show me something on his notes on his phone. Yes, yes,
1: yes. it does actually say Fontaines. There you go. And yeah. it's Fontaines DC. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I was getting definitely getting that vibe as well. Um, so yeah,
0: it's yeah, it's all right. I like well, this. Yes, I so- have not much more to say though. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought... And I'm, I'm going to be totally honest, honest about this. Yeah, this and, and basically... <laughs> ap- no, no, I'm basically apologizing the band, almost. Because yeah. I, I felt... It's good, though. Well, i about to say I felt... This album, for me, suffered by being in this podcast, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. There's um, a few albums that
1: were coming to that do suffer.
0: <laughs> but... So, so so because of that, I kind of, I kind of struggled with it a bit. Yeah. Um... Which wasn't say I didn't didn't like didn't like it because but it was like yeah. my brain wasn't in the mood for the kind of pulp experimental English chamber pop type thing. Yeah. Um, which should not say. I said. I mean, up up song the start of the album. I really liked. so up, up song is really great. The boy equally great a slice of kind of folk whimsy. Uh, then you get across the pond friend, which I really really liked. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I kind of just fell out of it for a while, and just couldn't couldn't kind of get couldn't kind of connect back in. But I did, and this is generally I, I I do think this album probably deserves me listening to it properly after said podcast. Uh, not immediately, obviously, because um, I think it's probably better than I currently think it is. Yeah. Um, so I am generally going to give it some time after the podcast, and mm. because there's enough at the start of it that I think actually yeah. just cut off, yeah, do things. And, I, and ironically, I'm about to say about something something on londra album about how you should, you know, cut off everything else and listen to it, um, which I didn't do with it. But yeah, yeah. So it's to be reviewed. To be reviewed further. Wow. Okay. Ninth album from Lauren Del Rey next. Uh, Did you know that? Yeah, I know. Did you know know there's a tunnel under the Ocean Boulevard? Last reviewed, Podcast 7, 2017, for a fifth album, which was Lust for Life. We have reviewed two of our albums. uh, List of Life was uh, we reviewed a third album, which was Ultraviolet. Yes, Ultraviolet. Yeah. Have we like missed four albums <laughs> in five years? We have. <laughs> yes. Wow. So this thing, this draws on gospel folk. Yes. Yeah. Um, a trademark retro Americana. Yeah. Uh, and then manages to drop a bit of hip hop in it, just just to just, just to kind of like, <laughs> yeah, just to like fuck with your brain in the middle yeah. of the album. Um, uh, described as dirge by my other half um, <laughs> but I'm going to defend her because it is are you it defending is, Lana or your other half I'm going to it is mostly a record of one pace yeah and songs without choruses
1: yes it's songs without choruses again
0: Yeah, that kind of flow over you yeah and definitely and this is the thing which I feel guilty about the last album because I'm about to say it's one where you should like Basically, get rid of all the sounds and just sit and yeah. listen and yeah. listen to the album without any. You know, not on your headphones you're walking along, on your train, or that. It's like, no, in a room, yeah, you need put to... the music on, yeah. sit down, listen to yeah. it, kind of record. And we have this occasionally. Um, so, no other distractions because otherwise you're just going to go. Aah! And that's what I feel about this album. And if you do that, I think. Like Del Rey's previous albums, you kind of go, "Oh, yeah, that's alright." Yeah, and there's, the, there's that there's that ability to entice and entrance you, and kind of go, "Oh, yes, yeah, is I like this. I like this. This is, this is good." Whether this is good over sixteen tracks and almost an hour and a half of uh, hour and a half of music, mm. perhaps less so. Yeah, should we say? Um, However, when it works, and it does work, yep, it's quite lovely. Yes, um, first third especially, I think, yes. Worked really well. Well, well, well. very well. Me. Yeah, um, very well. Starts off with that really kind of uplifting kind of a cappella vocal at the start start of the the grants. Yeah, um, it's not about John Grant or Cara Grant. But it's about her family, <laughs> um, and that ends just. Oh, you're thinking, oh, this is really lovely. And I kind of like that almost sets the store for the, al- the, the, the album because because again it's a bit meandering it's a bit kind of chorusless but actually it's just like yeah I quite like this song and then, and then on that first half of the album you've, you've got the title track this next one which I think is lovely just really lovely song yeah great and the John Baptiste uh, collab uh, Candy Necklace. It's one of is is one of the kind of poppier moments. Is one of the ones that you go, you could release a single and people actually buy it kind of yeah. kind of thing no, as, as, that, so. as opposed so, yeah. to the kind of like okay, I need to washed over. Um Margaret actually towards the end of the album actually fits that fits as as well as yeah. well. I really love Grandfather, please stand on the shoulders of my father whilst he deep fi- deep-sea fishing, which is a really, actually, a lovely song, which has a, a, a ryopsy piano track flow as the main thing. But Again,
1: you'll see from my notes,
0: I actually took the effort to write down the whole title. Yeah. But <laughs> <A&W> <laughs> is the album's yeah. longest and most rewarding track for me. So I was like... It's the best is the most interesting. It starts off as imagine your ideal landero song and that's what it is for 4 minutes. Yeah. And then suddenly it decides to become a hip hop song.
1: Yes, midway through.
0: <laughs> for the last 3 yeah, minutes. Which it's is like clear. what the fuck? Yeah. But it kind of works. It does. It does. And it's like yeah, okay, I like this. Examples of things not working, fingertips. Which is, I I mean, one of the most wordy things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything.
1: I I on A and W. I mean, I thought I loved the sort of slightly distorted piano riff you get at the beginning. Mm, yes. And I and uh, and speaking of artists that I like, because I've done that a lot this podcast, definitely get the Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross vibe.
0: Actually, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
1: and that's before the the segue then into part 2 which is the obvious the hip mm. hip hop section you already referred to um i do think it's 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 nice and dark it's a sweeping soulful album really isn't it it's it washes as you keep saying it washes over you but it's long but i actually i didn't struggle with the length on this one um it is long but actually quote unquote it, <laughs> <laughs> But I did, I, did, I did not struggle with that length. Um, yeah. it, it, it's fine. I actually, I actually find it's fine. Mm. Um, it's it's what you expect. It's always troubling and dark in its lyrics, even if it's sort of calming in its musicality. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, it as you, I agree with you. The first third is definitely the more the more dramatic and orchestral and more sweeping and more engaging. Then there's a middle third which is sort of quiet and a bit more acoustic and a bit more sort of plodding along, and then it and then it uplifts again in that final third with the, you know...
0: Yeah, but it's, uh, but it's almost like the final third, though, is, is the extras DVD. The extras is, is that was added on. Yeah, going... Yeah. yeah. No, shouldn't this be the, the kind of bit be add on to the record rather than... Well, no, like it's the...
1: more akin to her brand of adult, darker pop music, you know, with tracks like Peppers and and um, Taco Truck right at the end there as well.
0: I think Taco Truck, I like, yeah. because obviously, cause obviously that features... Um, Venice Bitch from mm. the, the first album mm. kind of interpolates yeah, so it does the, feel like the, a yeah, callback yeah. doesn't it yeah
1: yeah. yeah. no I, I think it's, it's great it's great great album but you do need to give
0: it time yeah too much
1: time too much time for you yes
0: <laughs> an hour and a half's time yes <laughs> okay
1: yeah
0: two albums to go uh, second to last uh, the ninth studio album from our podcast favourites the whole steady yeah. Last reviewed on podcast 2.21 for yeah. Open Door Policy. Makes sense. Yeah. So, are we still in love with the whole study? Uh,
1: yes. I like this album a lot. Um, for me, it feels um, it feels like a very cohesive, well-hung-together album. Well-hung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you used, it, do, you used to do all the jokes I you? am doing all the jokes now it, it's, it's a band that feels very comfortable in it's 20 year sort, yeah. sort of yeah, I, it, there yeah. Are, there, throughout the album there are nods to to other perhaps more famous <laughs> it sounds like an album title in itself nods to other more famous songs and um, I, I, I actually I'm fine with that um, I think the, the opening track sets the t- Grand Junction sets the tone um, Sideways Skull uh, is up there with their classic stories of drunken rock band drunkenness, um, and other yes. substances might be involved. I, I really liked the lead single, actually, which they did debut when we went to see them mm-hmm. about a month or so ago. Um, Sixers. Um, I think they introduced it as their at their recent London gig as a uh, as a, a, a romance between two millennial bankers or something. <laughs> it's quite amusing. <laughs> it has that feel to it. Uh, that sort of story told from from third person um i i think it the first half definitely zips along at a pace um, yes, I agree with that. the second half slows down is more considered uh exemplified by distortions of faith and is it perfido perfido per, yeah, yeah, perfid- perfido? yeah perfido. Perfido. Per-dido. Per-dido. perdido 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 um when you say perdido i say Perdido. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and then and then in their classic fashion because they always I mean, what always amazes me about them is they they end their gigs their live performances so well and yet their albums just seem to stop and they do it again here mm. <laughs> the last track it's just like yeah oh it's done it's finished yeah i agree, I agree with that yeah <laughs> with well actually the quite amusing flyover halftime, you know um yeah, lots of lots of American sports in the album. yes a lot of American sport references I mean I mean sixers um I I, I mean I, I was I was I was on a I I, I always laugh and um oh, me and my other half always laugh at um uh, the whole um LeBron James any reference to LeBron James gets us because we were in the US at the time he was making his very controversial move away from Cleveland. Yes, which kind of uh, kind of catapulted him to a certain level of fame. So any mention of him in it, any culture always makes us smile, and probably most British people
0: won't get that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm describing this as the Billy Joel album. Hmm. <laughs> um.
1: Yes. Okay. Is yes.
0: It <laughs> didn't hit me to the second the second the second time the second time I listened to the the, the opening of Grand Junction, which is one of her favourite cho- tracks on the album. Yeah. Welcome over that It's a piano man, isn't it? Mm. With Billy Joel. <plays> <laughs> <laughs> on, on the on the on that bit in the verse, you're thinking yeah. that's pure piano man. But then once i heard that, I listened to the rest of the album, thinking I can hear bits of Billy Joel in the Sixes, and like, yeah. and in Distortions yeah. of Faith as well. Yeah. And this is. The, the, I should say here, this is not a criticism. No. And this is seventies Billy jo- jo- Joel. <laughs> you know, this is for, for the who the behold steady are and the kind of music they play. Why wouldn't Billy Joel be kind of yeah. in that kind of mix? It's like. It just it just hadn't occurred to me before that that might even be a thing um like I say I, I think you're right I think I think it's a it's a it's a it's, a, it's mainly a mix of classic Study stuff so as you've said uh, Sixers, um, sixes cyber skull you know, which I really love I think I think that's just prime the whole um but there's a little bit of kind of like stretching out and kind of going, let's just make... A yeah. yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So Carlos is crying. Yeah. Or rat trap, as I call it. Yeah. Um, has a bit of a new sound and a vibe that's not really kind of not, heard no. of it before. And it's kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, like that, you know. So, 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 the chorus, so, so the chorus is very whole steady, but as a chorus. Uh, but the verse is yeah. not what we've heard before. Um love the horns on the bird watchers yes I love the both horns both in the horns and, the, the end yeah. and also the horns at the end it's just love the horns. great um, it's the horn steady is it the, is horn, the horn steady, steady? is, is it, it the horn steady I have no idea oh, okay. I don't know um, only track for tra- the me kind of go hmm yeah. is City 11 didn't really no um, that was no, just I didn't, like, I didn't mm. think of that at all yeah kind of like, me by that one um, so is it the best Tom Today album no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> is it a really good horse to the album yes yes. and on to the final album of the podcast uh, so Boy Genius the record uh, debut album from uh, Boy Genius uh, the rock, as, as we know the Rock Law says if you're any mu- musical artist and you get together uh, with the musical artist to form a band or a silo project it must be called Supergroup Yes. Because, you know, it doesn't matter if it's super or not. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's the a super law. Group. It's the law. It's the law. So this is, uh, Borges are ro- an indie rock supergroup uh, formed in 2018 by Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridges and Lucy Dacus. And we've reviewed each of these artists previously on Ooh. the podcast. Um, we reviewed Julian Baker's Little Oblivions on Podcast 3 2021. Fear Bridges' The Punisher on podcast 7, 2020. And Lucy Dacus' Historian back on podcast 2, 2018. Woo! So, these ladies are well known to us. The question is whether their combined merits actually merit the tag supergroup. Which for me is yes. Um, This is actually what I want for an album this type. It's it's yeah. better than some of its parts. I like each of these artists. yeah. I like the albums we've, we've reviewed whilst I think all the albums we've reviewed all the other three albums I mentioned we've, we've liked without loving so yeah. we are all going this is really good I want to hear more of this this person yeah, yeah and for me this album the kind of pooling of the talent just works it feels like an album it feels like they're a band as well which is amazing because there are three mm. distinct mm. artists coming in I mean they're not vocally they're not Too dissimilar, I suppose, there there is a similarity to a certain extent in their vocal styles, but there's enough difference that um, musically it goes from belly breeders type stuff of um, $20, Satanist, Anti-Curse, to kind of